la 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 what's going on everybody this is sydney smith the host of this incredible podcast the real queen sid and i told you i was gonna hit you with a ton of value uh from the from all of the stuff that I learned from GoPro. So I'm really, really excited to be talking to you guys about the hierarchy of objections today and how to deal with these objections. This is going to be lit. This is for those of you that don't know what to say when people give you sales objections, okay? First and foremost, uh, there are three things you can do to help me out and further this podcast along. As always, I give out this content for free, 99, and I want to continue to be able to do that for you guys. So if you could share this podcast, uh, if you could just share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at the Real Queen Sid, make sure you sc- smash that subscribe button and leave a five-star review uh, and a love note. I'm doing a $100 giveaway when we get to 100 five-star reviews. So I am super, super excited. Any of those things that you could do to help help move this podcast forward would be literally life-changing for someone because you never know who's going to come across this podcast that needs it. So really, really excited. Without any further ado, let's go, go, go. So uh, Barry Bumgarner talked about the hierarchy of objections, right? So this is when we are selling to people, when we are trying to close a sale, or maybe we're trying to close a recruit or whatever. And they say, you know, I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have, I don't have, I can't, I can't, whatever, right? There is a hierarchy of objections. There's five of them. And I'm going to walk you through them and how to kind of move through them, right? So the hierarchy of objections goes like this, and this is from most used to least used, okay? The first most used is no time. The second is no money. The third is my spouse said no, or I need to talk to my spouse. The third is I'm too afraid. And the fourth is shame and self-doubt, okay? And so you can kind of see how that might be the hierarchy of needs or the hierarchy of objections because what is the easiest thing to say? The easiest thing to say is I don't have money, right? Or I don't have time, right? So the hierarchy of of objections, I'm going to teach you how to get through these objections and kind of what to say, how to combat them and the perfect, we kind of want the perfect scripts, but I need you guys to really pay attention and become authentic in this training. Really take this information in I'm not going to give you the perfect script. I'm not going to give you exactly what you should say. However, I'm going to give you how you should word what you're going to say. And then you take that and make it your authentic version of yourself, right? We always say, oh, I need, I need closing scripts. I need closing scripts. I need closing scripts. Closing scripts. I'm going to tell you right now, the best way to close anybody is to be your authentic self. Okay. So we're going to start at the top with the most used objection. And that is time. And you know what? Time is usually the most easily used objective because it is the easiest thing to say. Oh, I don't have time to run a business. Oh, I don't have time to start a business. Oh, I don't have time to drink ketones. Oh, I don't have time to do makeup. Oh, I don't have time. Oh, I don't have time. Oh, I don't have time, right? And so what I can say for this right now is that nine times out of 10, probably 99 times out of 100, it's not that they don't have time. It's one of the the objections below that. It's one of the less used objections, but that's the easiest one to say. So what I like to say when people ask or when people say I don't have time, especially when they say they don't have time to run a business, I run this business in the cracks of my day. I know that's BS. Now don't say that to people. People don't like to feel attacked, right? People don't like to feel like you're attacking them. It doesn't help. But what you can say is, I totally understand. I thought that I wasn't going to have time to run a business either. Can you tell me more about that? Can you tell me more about what your day looks like? I'd love to help problem solve this with you. 
99 times out of 100, they're going to say, okay, it's not really that I don't have time. It's that I don't have the money right now, or it's that I'm scared, or it's that I'm nervous, or it's that whatever. Nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100, the excuse or the objection will change if time is what they've used, because time is the easiest thing to use, right? But we all know we're all, we've all been sitting in quarantine for nine months. We all know that time is no longer really an issue. We have more time now than we know what to do with. Right now, if your objection to start a business is time, it is the perfect time. There is no better time, right? So the second one that people say is they have no money, right? And you know, sometimes this is, this is legit, but I think in the world of COVID, it is really easy to say, I don't have any money. And sometimes they're being true, but you know, if you don't have any money, you probably need the opportunity that I'm offering to you more than you think, right? Again, don't say that to people. They don't like to feel attacked, but you can say something along the lines of, I totally understand. Times are really tough right now. Uh, how, how could we come up with the money? Is there somebody you could borrow it from? Is there stuff around your house you can sell? My favorite thing to help people do is to sell stuff around their house or help them pre-sell their, their business promoter kit, right? But selling stuff around the house is really easy. And if they're willing to do it, then they're going to be a better business partner. If they're not willing to sell stuff around the house, if they're not willing to come up with the money, if they're not willing to do what they need to do to come up with the money to be a business promoter, or a business uh, partner, then I don't want them anyway. I don't want them anyway, right? If you can't come up with the $200 to come into this business, then I don't want them anyway, right? Because I want people that are hungry, willing, and coachable, right? Now, if we're talking about a product, if, if they don't have the money right now for a product, just say, great. When do you want me to check back in with you? When is, if they say, I don't have the money until payday, when is payday? I'll check back in with you then and set a reminder in your phone. The third thing that you can do for this objection is you can say, I totally understand. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Ask them to open up to you, right? But time and money are the most used excuses because they're the easiest excuses to use, especially in a time like this, right? So a lot of times it's a lot deeper. A lot of times it's self-worth issues. A lot of times it's fear. A lot of times it's something deeper than I don't have the money because anybody can come up with the money if it's a priority, any, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. Anybody can come up with the time if it's a priority, right? And I say that because if I said to you, your daughter is going to the hospital or your son or your child or somebody that you love is going to the hospital, you have to come up with $1,000 or they are not going to make it. We can't give them the treatment. You would find $1,000 everything is perspective. Everything is priority. And so the people that are very, very, very um, coachable and hungry, they'll find it because it'll be a priority. They'll understand that this can actually change their lives, right? So time and money, time and money, time and money, time and money. If you guys are getting value from this so far, make sure that you screenshot it, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at the real queen Sid. Now, third hierarchy of objections, third most used objection is my spouse says no, or my spouse, my sp- I need to talk to my spouse, I need to go over it with my hubby, I need to go over it with my wife, I need to go over it with my girlfriend, I need to discuss it with somebody else. 
Number one thing that I don't want you to do is I don't want you to invalidate their feelings. If they feel like they need to have a conversation out of respect with their spouse, that is a respect thing. Respect that. However, the way that most people address conversations with their spouse or with their significant other are not productive for achieving the goal that they're looking for through the conversation. What I mean by that is your spouse's reaction is 100% dependent on how you present the opportunity, on how you present the, the business opportunity or the product, right? Your spouse's reaction is 100% reliant on your presentation. So I need you to hear me when I say this. If you are somebody that discusses everything with your partner, this is going to be useful for you. Open your ear holes. If you are somebody that constantly has to coach people through talking to their spouse, open your ear holes. This will change everything for you, okay? So if you go to your spouse and you say, so, I mean... This girl on Facebook, like, I don't know, she hit me up or whatever, and she, you know, runs this business, and I'm not really sure. I'm super skeptical, but, like, you know, would you mind if maybe I possibly, you know, like, took $1,000 or $200 to, like, you know, grab the kit and, and try it out? You know, maybe, I don't, I don't know, it might be a scam. It's kind of one of those pyramid things, so I don't know. What do you think your spouse is going to say? Your spouse is going to say, oh, hell no, stop wasting both of our time and our money. Stop wasting both of our time and our money. If you aren't certain, I'm not certain. So you have to go into the conversation with a little bit of conviction. This is not I'm asking permission because I need you to hear me when I say nobody can give you permission. Nine times out of 10, the person you are asking for permission is not qualified to give it. You are not asking for permission. You are asking for support. Hey, babe, I really want to talk to you about something. I would love your support on this. I just wanted to run it by you real quick because, you know, I respect your opinion. Uh, But I'm really excited about this business opportunity. My friend Sydney offered it to me. You know, I really think that this could change our family. I really think that this income could be really impactful for our our home and, you know, whatever you guys are wanting to work on. Maybe you're wanting to work on the kitchen. You want to refinance or you want to redo the kitchen. You know, I really think that this income could be impactful for redoing our kitchen or for buying our new house house or for getting a new car, whatever you want to do with the income, go into it with a level of certainty. Go into it with a level of conviction. I'm looking for your support. I'm not looking for your permission. I'm looking for your respect, not your permission. This is an equal partnership, sister, brother, whoever's listening to this right now. This is an equal partnership opportunity. This is not This is not, you are better than me. This is not, I need to ask permission. This is not, I need my husband or wife's blessing or my husband or wife's permission to do something. This is, I want your respect and I want your support. Can you give me that? And when you go into conversations asking for respect and support rather than permission, you're going to get the outcome that you want. Because no Spouse wants to be labeled as unsupportive. No spouse wants to be labeled as disrespectful. You are asking for support, not permission. Right? I would love your support in this endeavor. I'm really excited about it. 
Maybe if you have somebody that wants to buy ketones, right? I would love your support. I really think the benefits of these ketones would be amazing. I really, really want to try this trial. I think it's going to, I think it's going to help so much and it's really, really important to me. I would love your support. Doesn't that feel a little bit different? Doesn't that feel a little bit more certain? Doesn't that feel a little bit more like you are standing on your own two feet? I'm going to tell you right now, if you have an unsupportive partner, whether it's in your business or your spending habits or your household, it's because it's not because they don't love you. It's because they love you so much and they are tired of seeing you crawl. They are tired of watching you piddle paddle around. They are tired of watching you be uncertain. They are tired of watching you sit on your phone and say you're working when you're really scrolling through social media. They are tired and they want to see you run. You want a supportive spouse. The fastest route to get there is to show them that you're done crawling and coach your leads and coach your customers on how to do the same. Okay. The next one is fear. This is the next hierarchy of objections. And you want to know what? The easiest way to get over this objection, if somebody is being vulnerable enough to tell you that they're scared, they're ready. All they need you to do is help them a little bit, hold their hand a little bit and say, I, you know what? If you weren't starting somewhere between scared and nervous, I'd be concerned for you. Because everybody should have a little bit of fear of the unknown. But the fact that you're talking to me about your fear means you're ready. Because if you weren't willing to admit admit that you're scared, that would tell me that you're not ready. You You can't face a fear that you're not willing to admit to. Right? But I will be here to hold your hand and help you walk through this fear. I will be there every step of the way to help guide you and coach you. I will be there. I will be there to help teach you how to do your makeup, to help teach you how to drink ketones, to help teach you how to run a business. But if you weren't scared, I'd be a little concerned because it's scary to do new things. It's scary to try new things, especially when we don't know what the other side will bring out. But I can tell you right now, if you are willing to be hungry, coachable, and leadable, and, and you're willing... I can help you to the other side, right? All you have to do is validate their fear. Fear is a normal human emotion. And if somebody is willing to get vulnerable enough with you to talk about their fear, it's already done. It's already set in in the stars. It's already ready to go. All you have to do is just help them a little bit. Validate their fear. It's totally normal for you to be scared. I'm here, okay? And the final objection in the hierarchy of objections is shame and self-doubt. And I will tell you right now, shame and self-doubt is probably what holds most people back all the way at the root. All the way at the root, shame and self-doubt is it, right? But shame and self-doubt is rooted in fear. It's rooted in fear, right? And so we go back to what I said about spouses. Sometimes we have shame and self-doubt because our spouse isn't supportive or our family members aren't supportive or our friends aren't supportive. And so that feeds into that shame and self-doubt. I'm going to tell you this one more time. Nine times out of 10, the person that you are asking for permission to be your full authentic self is not qualified to give it. You are the only one that is qualified to decide when to give your 100% authentic self. And some of y'all are walking around 
diluted versions of yourself and it, it hurts my heart because I know there is a beautiful human under there that was told one too many times to sit down or to be quiet or to, to speak softly or to not be so bossy. Don't be so bossy. It's funny how little girls are bossy and little boys are confident, right? So shame and self-doubt is rooted in fear, right? So that is the hierarchy of needs and that is how you combat each and every single one. I'm sorry, the hierarchy of objections. And that is how you combat each and every single one of them so that you can move forward and help enroll more people because we are in the business of enrollment. You have to enroll yourself first. So which hierarchy of objections is still holding you back? Maybe you are in the business that you want to be in. Maybe you've already bought the business kit. You're listening to this podcast because you want to get better. You want to get better. You want to get better. But there is something on there, the hierarchy of objections that is still holding you back, even though you've taken a step forward. Have you enrolled yourself? Have you made the decision to go all in? Have you made the decision to literally be successful at this or die? Have you made that decision? Enroll yourself first. And then you're going to have a lot easier time enrolling other people. So I hope you guys gained a ton of value from this. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Go out there and handle some objections, y'all. You are going to crush this. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining me. And I will see you on the next one.